Thanks for the beat, Johnny Tsunami. Let's go. Welcome to Indigo Voices, a podcast about people trying to find themselves in this complex world. On this podcast, we discuss topics from as many sides as we can, hoping to broaden understanding. Our intention is to stop taking things as they are the way they are just because, and instead, look at the many factors that affect the topic of the day. And the topic of the day is, who are we? My name is Sopa. My name is Angel. Hey, welcome, 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 welcome. Everybody, thank you for tuning in today. We're hoping to have some deep discussions, also with some comedic relief in between. But overall, this is just two best friends chopping it up. I don't even know you. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'll start. I have an opening question just to start things off. Um, What makes a person who they are? Um, You should definitely answer your own question. I have something to go off of because that's very... All right. What makes a person who they are? I think how they carry themselves, their values, and how they treat others. But I guess that's kind of their values. No? So, you know what? Two things. How they carry themselves and their values. For sure, man. For sure. Um, strengths and weaknesses definitely define a person, in my opinion. I also feel that You know, obviously people change and with experiences that ultimately is the defining factor, like experiences make the people who they are. Um, But to the nitty gritty, um, who are you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Angel of Jesus, literally. That is my last name. I don't know who names their child. Like, I, th- I guess she was like, you know what? Let's take this opportunity. And name dress. No, my mom's name is Angel, I guess. Anyways, uh, my name is Angel. I'm 24. I'm currently a struggling New York resident working, well, struggling with a novel that I'm working on. Um, I'm just a regular guy trying to find my way. For sure. With way too much fear in my system, bro. I mean, I've known you now for 10 years. Uh, yes. Maybe 11, 2009. It's 11. It's 11. 11 years. Um, what's most interesting about what you just said about who you are is that you didn't mention your job. I didn't. Right. There are a lot of people who say, oh, who am, oh I'm a nurse. You know, like, right. I'm, I'm the person who... And like my position at work were employs me. And I don't know, like, I would never say I am that person I am at work. Because you're not. Because, I mean, what, that is what you do. That's not who you are. For sure. Like, yeah. that's a part of me. Don't get me wrong. Right. But with every position that I've had, like, I don't fully reveal myself. Of course. At, at work, ultimately. But like, I don't open up until like several months after same here which is super interesting that's true i noticed that about myself too like i'm first uh, i'm naturally like shy and quiet and reserved and then i i actually act like myself people are like oh um but it's like slowly so you they may not 
see it. I didn't even see it actually really encouraged on my hand. I was like, oh wait. But yeah, I don't like to like if people ask me, oh, what do you do for a living? I mean I breathe. <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know, it's 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 just a job. And I'm and I'm very proud of where I work. I'm very proud of my job. Um, I have no problems with it except for pay. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh I oh um, hey, if my, if my boss if my boss hears this, I love everything about it. It's amazing, and everyone should work there ever. <laughs> Brief pause. Um, I'm fired. I'm gonna tell fired. us about your beverage of choice and your chalice in which you're drinking. For those who aren't viewing this, um, Angel has. Let's describe it. Like, what does it look like? It is absolutely. It's kind of like a, a wine glass, but not really. On the so, rim of the cup of the glass, it's gold plated. Yeah. Real gold. We don't fuck with that bouquet or nothing. None of that. <laughs> this shit was given to us for free. Matter of fact, we found it. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Ch- I mean, my drink of choice, my beverage of choice, is actually. Are we talking alcoholically, or? I mean, for now, what are you drinking right now? I'm drinking a beer, which name. Which name I won't mention because I don't know what. Uh, we need that money first. What certain uh, sponsorship sponsorships we will obtain, or what certain lawsuits we will obtain, and uh, we can't afford those. But on to the next question, which is much more important than my beer. <clears throat> cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> who are you? Me. How are you. Yeah. Uh, who am I? Wow. You know. I am. He's a Taurus. I am a Taurus. <laughs> Horoscopes, man. Like, oh yeah. Wow. Hold wow. On. He just opened up the door right Because <laughs> I don't know how I feel about those either. Neither do I. We'll touch base on those after you explain who you are, and then we'll bring that up for a second because it's kind of it, it goes with the topic. Yeah. But yeah. So who is Albert? Benjamin Garcia. <laughs> Benjamin. So many nicknames. Um, um, I'm a delicate person. You know, like I was thinking of saying or starting off this description of me with I'm a Dominican man, yada, yada, yada. But before that, I'm a person, a person with flaws, a person with who has its strengths, which others tell me is like listening or communicating, uh, writing. Um, definitely family oriented, um, extended with friends. Um, oh, yeah. b- but overall, I'm just a person just trying to go through life and experience it as it just comes. I like this better than mine. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like later on, like let's say I'm watching this or listening to it, I'm going to totally disagree. But. You know what? That actually says something about you. Right. Um, and, well, for the people who know you, I mean, there's people who know you, then there's people who actually know you, in your case. In everybody's case, but for your case, it's real. Because you have friends, you have family who know you, but then I make, I might say something about you or, or or have a specific look about you. Me specifically, I'm saying, and then, well, um, first of all, I wouldn't share it. But they would like say, yo, Albert wouldn't like doing that. Albert, mm-hmm. no, not that. And I'm like, not your Albert, but my Albert would. I'm just saying. 
Yeah, like everybody um has this perception of you. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I do feel like every like if everybody perceptions comes together, um, they they piece together who you are. Right. At the same time, like there's always this part of you who you may not show to everybody. There might be, be a part of you you don't show to anybody. Because maybe you're still trying to figure it out yourself. Or maybe you're even scared of that part, you know? I don't know. But before we continue the conversation, let this be the last time you refer to me as Albert. Because we all know your yeah, boy's name is Sofa. Yeah, I'm sorry, I slipped up. You know, you got to keep it G on this podcast because this man trying to play me on the just, air. It's just, I've known him for so long. He's been through so many phases and so many nicknames. And it's like, to me, he's another name, which I won't say on here. But I don't even, I actually, call, I've called him Albert fewer times than I've called him anything else, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Sopa, my fault. It's cool. It's tell, cool. Him, tell him why you, why you refer to yourself as Sopa. Sopa? Um, wow. Great question, because I think that says a lot about me. That does say a lot about you. Um, so I started calling myself Sopa. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> And he actually, he forced it upon all of his friends. Like, I would not do it. I swear I wouldn't do it. I was the last friend of his that did it. And, like, I guess everyone else just gave up. And eventually I gave up, too, I guess. But actually, it was after you explained to me. I was like, you know yeah. what? I'm fucking up with you so far. It makes sense. It makes sense. Um, but the reason why I started calling myself Sofi is because mm-hmm. I just thought to, my, thought to myself, you know, sorry, that Spanish accent coming out. Shout out all my <laughs> Spanish people out there. He's Dominicano, specific. Dominicano, todo el mundo. Todo el mundo. Todo el hispano del mundo. Oye, everybody who hears this, todos son Dominicanos. Dang. For the time. From when this podcast begins to when it ends. You're Dominican, man. Or woman. Yeah, yeah. Or or anything else. Exactly. We are, we're accepting of everyone. Um. To go back, <laughs> the reason why I started calling myself Sofi is because I just thought to myself, look, when you're sick, when you need something, when you all just cuddled up in your bed, in your couch, and you just down on yourself, the only thing that picks you up after a crazy humo, after a crazy hirasaka, after a crazy, what you say in, in English? Help me a out. crazy like drink drinking session That's after a called? crazy hangover. Hangover, thank you. Um, sorry, he was he was uh, ex- exiled in in a barrio in Dijon. Basically, you drink that sopa, no matter what it is, one dollar so, sopa. Sancochito. Sancochito that takes several hours. For those of you who don't know, that's like a stew with like plantains, chicken, steak, Whatever. corn. Yuka, I think that's that doesn't yeah. translation, right? No, that's good. Um, basically, any leftovers you have in your house, you just throw that shit in a pot, <laughs> you cook it up, and it gets you feeling right. And that's why yeah, I call myself. All right, then. I'm gonna throw, <laughs> I'm gonna throw some fucking beans in that shit. <laughs> that's why I started doing that, and it's it has stuck with me since. A lot of it people has. call me, and I like it, you know, because. In my mind, I feel like I make people comfortable um, just because I'm comfortable within my own skin, Um, whether that may be like that awkwardness or just not being in the mood to do whatever. 
um, I'm just super chill and relaxed. That's very true. That's why we get along. That's true. You're like that too, man. You're super comfortable. And I did want to ask, it just came to my mind that when you said that, that we have a lot of similarities. We do. Which at some point you were like, no, I don't know why I said we're very similar. Yeah. We are very different also. So I don't know what makes sense because that doesn't. It's like, oh, it's hot and it's cold. Yeah. Because we're very similar, but we're also very different. Believe it or not, he's actually the one who would get upset faster, but he's also the more calmer one. Mm -hmm. So that's what's funny. So speak about that a little bit after you after you drink. <laughs> shout out our sponsors in the future. It, it rhymes with Barona. You know, because we optimistic out there. If you're watching or listening, if you're watching, send us that check, please. Please. Or I'll accept the beer. You know, that's fine. We'll accept that too. For sure. Um, yeah, it's like uh, most people, because I'm pretty loud. If you ever meet Sopa and I, you'll see that uh, we're very similar in the sense that we'll make you comfortable, but I'll make you comfortable in a loud way. Like I'll be more like, you know, I'm cheerful. I hug you. I Tiago uh, Coro. It's like, uh, you know, I'll bring you those vibes that like it's all fun and you're good and you're comfortable. Sopa's more like, smooth and mellow and he calms you down i'd be like that music you blast that makes you feel good in the morning and so it was like that music that you go to sleep to when you're a little sad but it comforts you similar feeling they both make you feel good but different ways and yet one and the same no sense made there <laughs> i think i'm so yeah man i totally agree with you um like you said it took me a little a little while to actually like notice it mm -hmm. But it's all about being genuine, I feel. Yes, because I feel like that's our number one similarity. And one of our greatest twits. <laughs> Silly wabby. Um, <laughs> one of our greatest traits that um, everything we do comes from the heart. If we don't feel like doing it, we will not do it. And for most people who think, like, no, if we do it, even if it doesn't look like we want to do it, we're doing it because we want to, because if we don't feel like doing something, we won't do it. That's a trait we do share. If I don't want to do something, I will not. I will not go. I've told even him before. Wanting to hang out, and I'm like, no. And they were persistent because I'm usually the one who's always down. Do you remember those times? For sure. They just wanted to come over, hang out. And I'm like, nah, I really don't want to. I just don't want to. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's just it, because we don't we don't do anything we don't feel like doing. No one can make us do anything. That one we do have, because I think we have strong characters. Not in the sense that we're very defined we're just very secure and sure of ourselves and what we want unless i'm drunk so it's like we have we have that that thing in common and that's why um you know we have uh those similar genuine traits because genuity i think is is one of our greatest uh similarities yeah man what automatically came to my mind is that, I don't know, like, I feel like we're giving off this impression that we're, like, better, maybe? Like, I don't know, that we're just... Like, pulpy? Yeah. But we're not. Right? We're, so, like, this, we're like down to earth extremely, I think. Like, I really, I am not... Like, I don't think I'm better than anyone. I don't think anyone's better than me and right. vice versa. And we have our faults, which is... We definitely do. Like, I want to touch on that a little bit I about our faults. I'm, and this, and I'm never open in my personal life. And I'm going to be a little more open on this podcast, excuse me. Mm -hmm. 
for the simple fact to give you the to give the, I guess the viewers the vibe of what this is because we'll be doing this quite often. So yeah. how how would we open up? We should like hire somebody to get me beer done. Damn, okay. this guy just. I get for those listeners, this guy's just drinking that beer with every pause that he takes, he takes a sip. They're going to get to know me. Yeah, that's part of who you are, right? That is part of who I am. Heavy drinkers. This is going to seem, (laughs) they're going to require, they're going to like refer me to mad therapists. Like, dude, you need help. It's not that serious, guys. Um, But nah, like, I've just been thinking uh, with the many pauses that we've had Mm -hmm. now, just joking around is that one of my current flaws, because again, is all about evolving and changing, mm-hmm. you know, flaws that you had 10 years ago, hopefully you've overcome them with experiences and working on them and things of that like nature. Majority. Yeah, yeah. There are, there are new flaw, different flaws that replace those ones. Right? For sure. Um, but a flaw that I have right now, just to be transparent yeah. and not like, have that for sure um is that although i did say that one of my strengths i i believe so was communication it's a double-edged sword you know how to how to speak to people and how to get things out of them but you're terrible with expressing what you really feel inside for sure yeah yeah thanks for putting it like into a super <laughs> easy to digest phrase because I was about to go in. <laughs> but yeah, like I feel like I need to really focus on communicating how I really feel deep down inside. Also, like opening up conversations to things that I want to say because sometimes I just hold that shit inside. Like I won't even say nothing. I think I do too. But, and I think I think I communicate very well. I communicate very well with what I'm feeling towards you sometimes. But like, I don't know. There's stuff I keep to myself a lot, and I think that's not good. Like you mentioned transparency, and I am not transparent at all. But it's for the, it's a fear. I think it's just a fear of people. You know, because like, what's the point of being transparent when people like, if you are transparent, this is how I think. If you are transparent, you're gonna get judged. If you don't get judged, you may get betrayed or that information may be used against you. Or the very worst is that you don't you're not understood. That's my biggest fear. I yeah, guess. I mean, that's why I try to be so understanding. Because for sure. Not being understood drives me like insane. And maybe sometimes I'm not understood simply because I don't know how to express it correctly. Which leads us back to your point. Yeah. And and then it leads to turmoil, no subs being thrown. <laughs> but yeah you know who you are <laughs> shout out Drizzy <laughs> damn but now real quick real quick before we jump and start fucking joking around um, we've had conversations about this before about like being genuine yeah. being transparent and how some people may think that you're being weird right like yo like how can I explain this like, just because you're being who you are, people are like, like, it's too good to be true. That, oh my God, I was going to bring that up to you because apparently, like, one cannot be too nice. Because mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're that nice and you're always that that way, it gets taken as a, oh, sometimes 
you don't mean that. Or sometimes you don't, you know, because like not every day, not every day everyone's cheerful, but I could have a down day, for example, and just because I'm down and I cheer somebody up doesn't mean it's fake. You know, like that's who I am. I cheer people. I, I like seeing people happy. I like people. But then again, like it's, it's also, it can be misunderstood because if a person, I don't know, like I know, like we were saying, I, we never do anything we don't want to do. So if I do something, it's because I want to do it. No matter how much. Mm-hmm. If I kind of want to do something. I get you. And I do it, you may seem like, oh, it's fake because he doesn't want to. No. I kind of want to do it. I don't want to do it that much, but I want to do it because that's some good clarification. Because in the end, in the end, like if that's why I am to my nature, and I don't, if I don't do something because I'm down, that's when I really feel like damn, I feel like, like this is me being fake because I know who, what I want to do when I'm when I like every other day. Mm-hmm. So if I'm down one day out of seven, then I'm like I feel like tomorrow I'm gonna be like damn, that's that that wasn't me. Like I should have done that even if I was down, yeah. you know. So. That's how I feel with that. Yeah, man. I need a beer. <laughs> Damn. This guy's dry right now. Shit. All good. What gets you tight? Because I feel like you mentioning, oh, we do things because we want to do it. Um, we don't do it like because we don't want to. Right. But with stuff that gets me mad, I'm like, there's a lot of stuff that gets me mad. Don't get me wrong. Right. There's also a lot of things that could get me mad, but I just don't give it importance. And I feel like that's like that's another avenue that we could also discuss because like we don't or at least I don't really like I don't want to say I don't really care about a lot of things, but I don't let a lot of things control me like that. I don't really care about it. <laughs> no, and I figured this out. Maybe it's a bad trait too. I can be very careless, you know, and I think that's why. But yeah, I think it's more, I don't give importance to things, but because I'm careless, because I don't get, I don't like to give importance to things that I don't feel like require that energy. I don't. And because I'm very careless, I'm ever, I'm able to do that. Like without thinking, mm. like it's like, if you, if you come to me and what you're saying makes sense to me, and you're coming to me in a certain way, in a respectful manner, even if you're upset, in a manner that um, you know, you, I I can I can see that you're trying to just express yourself without being a dick, then I won't feel any way about it. But if you come to me with pettiness and subliminal messages and and, and uh, your anger is controlling your emotions or whatever the case may be, I may not put energy into it. Not because I don't care or I don't see think that the topic you're talking to me about isn't important, but simply because I know that you're not being you right there. Mm-hmm. So you're angry. You're, um, you know, you're acting off of emotion. You know, you're upset, and I understand that. That's why I don't give it importance there because it's not what you're telling me that doesn't have importance. It's who's telling me these things because this isn't you when it's not. It's not normal you. You know, once you regroup. You gather your thoughts and you are more in control of your emotions. You can tell me the same exact thing, but you're going to say it differently. And that's what's going to make you listen. Like I get turned off when I get told things a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean just like with, with you know, I mean with everyone. Because right. um, there's times where you, you know, you've um, checked me on stuff. Mm-hmm. For the most part, it's always good. But there's sometimes that you come a certain way where I get turned off. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't want to listen. Because of the way, you know, but one out of ten times the other times you're pretty good with that actually yeah 
that's a good take, man, because I feel like I'm a little bit different in that aspect mm-hmm. because I feel like tune in that super sad instrumental that I have <laughs> for a few years now. I feel like I'm a very emotional person, right? And when people speak to me in a manner that I don't agree with, you a bitch. <laughs> man, it really gets to me. But all jokes aside, no, like it's true. Like in that aspect, I'm not like you at all, right? Because I have a very big heart, even though I don't show it most of the time. And a lot of stuff gets to me. Right. I get what you mean. It's just like... You are a very emotional creature. I am too, but I don't really like... I don't take things... I don't know, man. I feel like if you do that, it just you just create more stress for yourself. Like when half the shit that we take seriously doesn't even need to be taken seriously. In my opinion. But it's, it's interesting. No, of course, though, yeah. Right? I'm saying, like, but I, I feel like I'm, I'm also, I also think it's definitely okay to feel the way you're feeling because everyone should feel everything. Um, but in that, in that opinion, in that, in that matter, my opinion is different. But it's, it's so interesting, though, because, like, when I do, quote unquote, care about the situation, mm-hmm. like, I care about it. I care, care I about it. <laughs> care, 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 care. You feel me? Like, I feel for it, and I just can't walk away from it the same way I would if it were a situation that I didn't essentially care for. Right. We've had these. Which is, in theory, like, it makes sense, obviously, because you wouldn't care for it, you know? But If you don't care for it, you're going to walk away. I know what you're saying. But uh, I feel like there's been situations where I have cared for, but I still walk away. And we had those differences. Like, there was certain things that occurred in my life that you were more angry about than me for sure um, you know and and that's a that said a lot i think and you were definitely right to be angry about it so was i but yeah i wasn't i'm like you know what it'd be like that sometimes there was this one guy he was a he was a friend of mine and i shared a story with him and he told me you know what and it was a, it was a super deep story mad detail and he just goes you be like that sometimes and i'm like just like that and he goes just like that and i got it it was like a KFC or some shit. I'm like, you know what? And that's been my motto ever since. It be like that sometimes. Because it really does. Hashtag, it be like, like that, that sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> Damn. Shit, that's funny, but it's true. It's true, bro. Like, I, I laughed at it at first, and then I thought about it, and I'm like, it, it does. Certain things happen, and it just, it just you got to keep pushing forward and move with it. Keep moving. Wow. I feel like right now... We should talk a little bit about the title of the podcast, Indigo Voices. Indigo Voices. Indigo Voices. It took us some time to come up with, with this uh, name for the pod, it really did. but I think it's the perfect name for the pod. I think it is. Why, why do you think it's the perfect name for the pod? <laughs> and by the way, for those of you who think um, we're going off topic, fuck you. No. Um, <laughs> for those of you who think we're going off topic, actually, uh, the, the title of the podcast has a lot to do with who are we. So, uh, Sopa's going to explain. For right sure. Um, thanks for giving me the spotlight. No problem. Once in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, Indigo Voices. Indigo um, is a color, for those who don't know, which is a blend of purple and bluish. Um, 
it for me represents like midnight. So in the middle. If of the you night. look out at like one in the morning on a summer night, that's indigo, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And aside from the actual color, it really has like a vibe to it. Yeah, it does. Like it makes you feel exactly. Because we're all about feeling out here, you know? That's all we're here for you. Even though we're from the Bronx, the Buggy Down. I am from the Heights. We also (laughs) listen to A Boogie, so it's all about the feels. It's all about the feels. Um, So Indigo, right? Especially Indigo Voices, which is the name Mm -hmm. of the podcast. Thank you for listening today. We always have had conversations that run until... 4, 5 a.m., 6 a.m. Yes. It's uh, it's something really dope because we would all hang out. doesn't matter if we were drinking or not. We would hang out a drink and then end up, like, crashing at each other's houses or just hanging there. And we would just talk all night about all types of things. This podcast is essentially, like, an embodiment of those conversations. And I think that's why that was actually Sopa's idea. But I understood the meaning behind it. And hopefully at some point you guys would too. And you will share your own indigo voices. For sure. And also, like, a lot of those conversations were had or continue to be. Like, the main, the protagonist of the conversation Mm -hmm. is the conversation. Exactly. Right. We don't care. Like, I don't care. If it's coming from him, like I, I don't, we don't have like TV playing in the background or music in the background. It's just silence. It's just silence. Sometimes even with the lights off, we don't care. Mm-hmm. And it's just our voices, our ideas being shared with one another. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's like such a powerful way to to just communicate, especially among men which is super important, um, especially among Hispanic men. And I just wanted us to share this with the world. I don't know if you want to say something more about that. I think, um, I feel like maybe our voices need to be heard for multiple reasons. One, everyone has a voice. It's not just us. If it was up to me, I'd recommend for everyone to write, for everyone to share their ideas and thoughts and more than that, in the future, we do plan to include your voices we in do. the podcast. We're going to have guests, so ready up. Because if you're listening, most likely means you're a friend because we're not going to have like a thousand followers from yeah. our And but if you are a friend, you may be on here too. You may be on here. But for those who don't get the chance to, the chance to come on the podcast, you guys could definitely like DM us or comment yeah. or, or just share, which is more than enough for us and we are also appreciate it everything's appreciated no matter how much we joke because we are two people who quite frankly don't take much serious but um we also have a lot of depth to us and maybe you guys will see past the uh the bullshit and hopefully get to know us a bit i'm, I'm a bit i was a bit skeptical about this because i'm a bit uh reserved and private with uh, my personal life but I think uh, 2020 year transparency, man. I guess. See how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, to get back to the main topic of who are we? Um, I feel like there's a lot of cases, or in general, 
a lot of the times other people shape who we are. Very true. Through interactions of others, I believe that, for example, if you are with your friends, you're kind of different than who you are with your family. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so other people bring out different sides of you. It's not necessarily like you're a different person. Um, right. Maybe but- it's just uh, like I think that because uh, for someone to think that you're one way, I think that's a little uh, ridiculous. For sure. It's like, oh, Albert can. Oh, shit. So I can only. Oh, man. <laughs> so I can only like uh, rap music or hip hop. So if I can only like basketball, like plays basketball, um, you know, like, oh, no, he doesn't like that. He likes this. Or no, no. You know, like what I was saying earlier, actually, when I mentioned your name and I said, oh, he's, he wouldn't like that. He wouldn't like this. I said, maybe not your soap opera, but mine mm. is different. Yeah. You know, because and, and all of those are versions of you. So it's not like you're fake necessarily when you're being with someone. Like, oh, Angel wouldn't really do that with me. I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't. You're right. But I do it with him or her or in a different environment, you know? Uh, so I think people really need to leave that notion that people can, people like, oh, this is fake if you do this or not. Nah. No, it's just different versions of yourself. That different people bring out different versions of yourself. And we should know this. We were in the same friend group and the different relationships we had were, were phenomenal, of course, but they were very different. Yeah. I also feel like that's like that's super delicate very or... or it's super important for people to realize it because it's powerful, mm-hmm. right? Because let's say you're not, you don't necessarily like the person that you are when you're around someone, which is that, yeah, which is common. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could really get sucked in that vortex, like of definitely man. of like building habits, going to places that are just not good for you, which is the person that's not. What am I trying to say? That's not like enjoying the, yeah, the moment. That's that at that point. That's when you're being fake. When you're not staying true to yourself. For sure. Because if they, you could have thirty different versions, but if every if every version feels good to you and feels true to you, then that's fine. But once you start doing something or becoming someone who doesn't feel good with you, who doesn't sit well with you, and who you may not even re- recognize or enjoy, that's when you're being fake. Because now you're doing things you don't want to do. Now you're doing things you're not comfortable with. Now you're being someone you're not comfortable with. That's when you're being fake. So if you're if you're a complete asshole one day and that feels good to you and that feels true, and then the next day you're a sweetheart and that feels good to you and that feels true, maybe, just maybe, you might be bipolar. Um, <laughs> or maybe they're just, you know, it's a mood, but those are two versions of you. I um, mean, but but not to be so blunt yes, with I this. Know. I was joking, by the way, because anyone who has that, that's going to get me. It was just a joke, guys. Um, <laughs> but not to be blunt, right? Like, when he says that you're being fake, you're trying to say is that, like, for those who are aware of the situation. Yes, for those who are aware, of course. Right? And are trying to capitalize from it. Mm-hmm. From whatever is, it may be. This is just what we do, man. Socially, like building music. friends, networks, monetizing it of some mm-hmm. sort. I don't know. But there are people who are in these circles involuntarily. Right. And that's just a fact. And it kind of sucks. And it's so sad. Mm -hmm. They can't get out. 
for some reason or the other. I don't know. I'm, we're talking hypothetically. But uh, although we're talking hypothetically, we've seen these situations as well. Yes, we have. How how can a person... I may have been in that situation once or twice, actually. Not even just seen it. I may have been in that situation when... Great, but right before you get into that, <laughs> I was about to ask you okay. if you've experienced some sort of situation where although you don't feel comfortable in a place, um, but you want to be true to yourself. You want to mm-hmm. get out, but you can't get out for some reason. I think I experienced that in high school a couple times. Maybe even a little after college. But after college, I was more like clinging on to things that were just, that had just reached their breaking point or their limit or whatever. Mm. In high school, it was more about trying to find my place before I found you fuckers. So it was more like, uh, I felt like I, like, everyone, you know, you know, high school. I don't know if everyone's high school is like this, but I said, like, you're just trying to fit in. You're trying to find your people. Everyone has crews. You want your crew. And I felt like every other place I went, even if, no matter how much or how little, like, maybe it was a little that I felt uncomfortable or a little that I felt like I had to try a little harder. But I did. It wasn't until I effortlessly found my friends and just, like, it was I didn't fit in. I was already a part of the puzzle, you know. So it wasn't like um like I had to find my way in. No, like I just like like I I, I belong. Yeah, it just happened organically. Like I didn't have to see if I fit in. I didn't have to I didn't have to try to fit in. It was just like like you guys were waiting for me mm-hmm. in a sense. Um, and it was just beautiful, man. And that was when I'm like, okay, now I kind of know what kind of vibe I want. You know, I know what kind of, like, now I'm not, and in meeting you guys and hanging around with you guys, I understood more of myself through that. You know, I'm like, okay, hanging with these guys, like, I like they do this, I don't, whatever. And so it kind of gave me more of an understanding of myself. So, like, what you were saying earlier, how the people around you, um, uh, excuse the lack of better wording because I forgot exactly what you said, but you were saying more or less that the people around you help you figure out who you are. Um, that's definitely true. That's definitely true. Yeah, and I mean, they give you that stability, right? Yeah. Because it's so easy in this world to just feel isolated, to feel alone. And that sucks. And that's like, it's the worst thing. Worst. Solitary confinement is the worst punishment a mm-hmm. human being can receive. Yes, and sir. to feel alone in this world could sometimes be so easy. Even though we have social media, we could have we could have a bunch of people we have, but you know, even you though you're surrounded by thousands of people, you can still feel alone. You can still feel alone, even if you're in a relationship. Yeah, you can still feel alone. Yeah, and it's so important for people to just find their niche, to find people that they're comfortable mm-hmm. with, to find people that they could express themselves with. Right. Their ideas. The worst thing is you being around people who you cannot be yourself around and calling them friend or best friend or bro or sis or whatever. And you're around those people and you can't. I'm not saying you have to share everything, but you like you have to hide certain things or you have to be like stiff around them. Yeah. That is the absolute worst thing. And for that single purpose, like I kind of distance myself from certain people. Right, because I didn't want to. I don't want to feel like I have to like 
tiptoe around you. You know, like you're my friend. I should feel like I can be as open as I as I want with you. Yeah, I mean, for sure, right? And I also feel like there's also room to have these types of conversations among mm-hmm. your friends. Like if there is something that you're uncomfortable with or something that you're tiptoeing around, mm-hmm. open that up. You know, open that up to you your friend to, or your you partner know. if they're really there for you. Mm-hmm. Um, have those conversations. I feel this way because of, you know, because we have that optimistic view. Hopefully things get better from there. That optimistic view. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you, man, 100%. I feel like, uh, well, I wanted to ask you. Talk to me nice. Now that we're speaking about our friend groups and, you know, who we're around. Scap, I dropped the ball on me. Do you think that someone can know you better than you know yourself? Ooh. I like that. Mm. (laughs) Let me think on this for a little bit. Just tell me um, what made you think of this question while I think of it. Uh, <laughs> what made me think about it was that I've had uh, multiple interactions throughout my life where people tr- people tell me who I am, you know, or they tell me that I don't see certain things I do or that, um, like, I'm not as this or I'm not as that or, or oh, but you don't notice when you do this. And not necessarily that they, to be honest, a lot of those times people have the right with those things. But when you become so sure of yourself, it may not be that you're like what that person is saying you're like. They're just interpreting what you're being or doing as what how they receive it. An example, let's say you're always like, you know, joking or sarcastic then people aren't gonna people are gonna say, oh, think that you're never serious or, or take it the wrong way, which is easily done with a person who's always joking. Trust me, man, I know. So that's a, a case where it's true. You, sometimes it, it may occur that you don't see how you're making one feel, how, how you're making someone feel, or you don't see that you're doing certain things because you're doing it subconsciously. So that can be a thing. But with that said, what if you're majority like that then can someone technically know you better than you know yourself if there are things that you don't even admit to yourself if there are things that you kind of um shut your eyes to you know because there are definitely things like that i know i've i've had certain points like that as well so that's what made me think of that question can someone know you better than you know you i feel like someone else can bring to you can bring attention mm-hmm. some things that you are not aware of within yourself. Yeah. But to know you in essence, the person who you are mm-hmm. more than you know yourself, yeah. I think that's going to, that's going to take a, a person that's going to be so invested in you that it's going to be like, like you're their life. Right. And, and I, I wouldn't want that person. I would want someone else to be, to have themselves in priority. Absolutely, yeah. Within our relationship, we've had conversations. We've given each other advice. Of course. We've brought attention to things we haven't been aware of amongst ourselves. We did not like certain things. For sure. But it's about that. It's about, right? right? It's about talking about it and moving past it and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But for me, and we had a conversation about this the other day, it's about potential. 
for me, right? So if you're not doing, or in my eyes, if you're not like living to your potential, mm-hmm. then I'm going to be like, hey, you know, you have these great qualities. Right. Why aren't you taking advantage of these great qualities? And it is a selfish view. And I feel like it's a view that a lot of caregivers, a lot of parents take on mm-hmm. with their children that like, oh, but it, it also puts a lot of pressure. It kind of, it's, like, it's kind of a burden. Yeah. Yeah. Say. It's kind of a burden. Because it's it's kind of like um oh you think I'm I'm so great so anything less than that you're kind of gonna like frown upon you know yeah because it's like or oh, just I, brush it off like I think you're an amazing writer mm-hmm. and if you don't write every day if you don't write to the best of your ability you have to try harder and try harder and try harder what if you are trying your hardest now but because I see how great you can be it doesn't seem good enough it doesn't because I know how great you can be so whatever you do now isn't as great as what you can be in my eyes you know what I mean even if you're trying. Your best. Because trying your best doesn't mean that it's amazing every time. Mm-hmm. Trying your best sometimes, like, listen, if I try my best to move this cup and I do this and that is the best that I can really do, you know, that's the thing. But it's it wasn't much, but it was the best that I could that day. For an example, when people say try your best to be a great person every day, it doesn't mean that every day you're going to be Superman. It means that every day you're going to try your best. Whatever your best is for that day. Sometimes your best, trying your best to be a great person that day is not getting up out of bed. Mm-hmm. You're staying in bed all day. And that's okay as long as you don't as long as you don't dwell on that, you know? Everyday progress. If yesterday your best was staying in bed all day, great. Tomorrow, stay home, get up out of bed. Right? The next day, Walk outside, take a walk. The next day after that, go to work or look for a job or whatever the case may be. Like, you know, it's step, it's the little steps. And people, I think, get focused on the greater potential, even to themselves. Yeah. Like, oh, but I think even when you think you can do so great that any little thing you do doesn't amount up to the person that you know you can be. And that's what kind of kills us because people don't know how to celebrate the little victories. Talking about that end goal and not appreciating the journey. Exactly. Because the picture looks so pretty when you look at it, but you don't realize that it's supposed to because everything on the way is messy and dirty and all over the place. And we're human beings, you know, and like uh, we're talking this way. And as we're talking this way, I'm going to add that we may not fully comply with these wishes or what I'm saying we don't fully do. I'm just going based off of what I've experienced, but I'm still learning myself. For sure. Right. Because there are days or multiple days where I'm like, yo, I just want to stay in. I want to do shit. I don't want to do shit. I want to talk to nobody. Nobody, bro. Shit, I don't even want to eat. Clean my room, nothing, nothing. man. It's just like, and I just, I feel like people also need those days. Absolutely. Right. right. As long as those days are just those days. You got right, it? Right, right. That's the point. Every day you have to try your best. And every day you have to do better than your best. And I will say this. I believe that most days I do try my best. Some days I know I can do a bit better, but I don't. Mm. You know, some days I'm like, you know, I can do better, but sometimes you're just tired. But do you actually, like, do you ask yourself these questions? I do. Really? I definitely do, yeah. Wow. I do. I, I like, when I'm in the shower, whether it's with a relationship or a friendship or a job or, or whatever, or how I handle the situation, 
I definitely think about that. Maybe way too much. I, I always try to play it off like I'm this cool, laid-back guy. Yeah. And I think that part of me is laid-back. But I'll be honest. I overthink the shit out of, like, life. Yeah, so so you're very mindful of like, your everyday. Yes. Like, every I, interaction. I like, everything. And, I, and I, I'm laid-back in the sense that I don't act upon it, maybe. Like, I just keep them in my in my head. So maybe that's why I'm laid back because I don't let them, I don't let it kill. Like when I'm by myself, overthink. I'm thinking about everything. I walk out and I'm like, all right, you're good, man. Put that aside. And then I am laid back because I think about that. Um, yo sé disimular, and I'm sorry for my English speakers. Uh, I know how to I know how to um, distinguish mm-hmm. certain things from certain things, and I know that if I'm out at work, I can't be thinking about the world. Mm. And I have, you know, need to focus on something. Need to focus on something. So that that I am good at. I know how to focus on something when I need to. But when I'm alone, man, oh man, that's thinking about everything that's ever occurred in my life, everything that's occurred in life. Period. Like every every thought just runs through my mind at the same time, and it gets kind of intense sometimes. But it's something you have to learn to control, you know. But I feel like the the point of that overthinking thing was to let you know that uh, through this podcast. As we were talking, I realized or at least accepted the fact that I'm an overthinker. Before I said it here, I didn't admit it or accept it or truly know it. So I think the point of the topic today is that we don't know who we are, but the point of the journey of life is to figure that out along the way. You know? Yeah, and at this moment, I'm somebody completely different, or not completely different, but I'm different than who I was at the beginning of this podcast. Absolutely, same here. Um, we all change with experiences, and experiences happen frequently, constantly. Good or bad. Good or bad. I mean, I, I think we covered most of the things that we wanted to discuss on this topic, yeah. who we are. Do you have any teasers for next episode's topic? Oh yeah. We may I mean, talk about I don't know porn. I don't <laughs> talk about some that's, that's wow stuff. Indigo voices, freak talk. Uh, yeah, but all, all sorts of topics that people might uh, not want to talk about, or people don't know how to express, or people want to talk about a lot. Uh, feminism, the double standards women have, the double standards men have. Um, being a Latino. For or sure. A minority. Uh, yeah. We here, want to talk know? about fear, you know, gender roles, manhood, cutting people off, intimacy between friendship. Mm-hmm. I also want to talk later down the line about just death, yep. just in general, mm-hmm. what, what does it mean, some of those consequences. Um, but we also have some fun things, uh, some segments that we want to incorporate. This was just the first episode. Um, trying things out segments like you know quote of the day giving advice we also want to present dun, 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 some of our writing we're yes. both writers uh some flash fiction poetry um at the moment i don't have anything to share but i would like to share something on episode two if if the kid Angel allows me to, because you know the boss, I gotta go through the boss and get through this. Yeah, no, you, you, <laughs> yo, you, you authorized. You cool. You cool. But nah, they bro. Do you have something to share this episode? I'm only one month older than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, 
given the topic and given the fact that we've been trying to do this um, for a long time, a friendship like this is very rare. Uh, I'm very grateful for it. I think it it, it lasts. It's eternal, you know. So uh, given the topic of who we are um, throughout the majority of my life, really, you've been there and uh, you've not only seen me transition into who I am today, but I've been a, a, an immense part of who I am today. So my poem is dedicated to you mm. as well as uh, a few other men who have been uh, big, not only influenced, but a big support system for me in my life. All right. Share your heart. So the title of my poem is Brother. <laughs> Let me take a little sip of my beer real quick. No jokes, though. No jokes. He, he's just trying to um, ease the tension. But this is coming from the heart. I know him. Super nice. <laughs> um, Let right. me know. Let me know. My dearest friend, when my knees can no longer hold me steady, your hands are already bringing me up higher than I have ever been. Should I need it, I'm aware that you would reach into your chest and lend me that which gives you breath. I am your loyal soldier. I would serve you until death. Even in the afterlife, your spirit I will protect. Do not fear your foes. I am your armor and your shield. If they dare stand against you, I will be the sword you wield. In the bitter darkness, you've always shined to give me light. You would give me your hands when I can no longer use mine to write. This I know is true, as you know I would do the same for you. The blood that dances through my body is different from the one that rests in yours. However, that means close to nothing. Because like you, there can never be another. I am honored when you call me brother. Hey, thank you so much for sharing that, man. Hey, thank you. Hey, I appreciate that. Awesome. What was very interesting is that Nigga, I knew that shit. I don't need no pause. I don't need no pause. Shit, I knew that. <laughs> I'll take it back. I'll take it all back. Nah, fuck with you, man. Thanks. Um, for those listening, again, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, comment. Rate us five out of five stars. If you don't, we will find you no matter where you are. Uh, shit, let's do the plugins. Where can we find you? All right. Uh, my Instagram is the underscore kid angel. Um, go ahead, Sopa. My Instagram is Sopa underscore worldwide. You feed the world. Yeah, I might cut that out. Um, <laughs> and you can find the podcast at Indigo Voices Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. I think that's what we're going to do. But yeah, thanks so much. Thanks for watching, guys. Well, you're not even watching. You're listening.